0: <laughs> Great to see you. How are you doing? I'm really good, Alex. How are you?
1: I'm okay. I think <laughs> I'm alive. I'm awake.
0: Well, yeah, I should be asking how are you, right? I think everybody should you've, be asking yeah. me, how are you. After, uh, you've had,
1: t- you've definitely had tougher, tougher crowds. You're all right. Don't worry. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I I'm have, here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I kind of teed us up a little bit. the I, I thought the conversation we had the other day. I think there's a lot of opportunity um you've got so much experience across across different things especially when we were talking about like retreats and things like that that different people that you've worked with different organizations that you've supported and and roles that you've played um could you give us a bit of a an intro uh, into barbara um the the how you became a comedian um (laughs) and some of the experiences that you've had and i'll let you kind of take that where you want to take that
0: Uh, Okay. So uh, yeah, I'll just choose the bits that I think might be relevant to to people listening, because there are a lot of bits that I could share, but um, let's see. So I have, well, I have quite a mixed, uh, quite a mixed background, but I did, I started several businesses because when my kids were small, this was, this was a while ago though. So this was like, this was like, yeah, in the very early um, 2000s when it was still relatively new to want to work from home, you know, so uh, i tried I tried different businesses there and and then uh, in in the course of that, I met uh, lots and lots of entrepreneurs and I uh, attended a lot of online trainings and I discovered that I really love um, I love hearing about other people's businesses. I love thinking about oh how can this you know how could this business work how could we market this? how could we market that like even though I've never had any um, any formal training in marketing, I've just always loved marketing. I used to work for marketing companies as uh, as an assistant and stuff when I uh, lived in Paris. But um, but anyway, I didn't, yeah, without market formal marketing training, I still really loved it and found it fascinating. So I really enjoy um, the 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 vibe of like talking to people who have startups or who are helping other people with startups because everybody's like super creative, right? So, uh, so that's the entrepreneurial bit, uh, lots of different businesses there. And then on the other side um, with getting into comedy let's see over lockdown i was presented with an opportunity to use my video presenting skills because i have a theater background so i have i have an acting degree yay like really useful for well it is useful i'm i'm uh, discovering it's actually very useful uh yeah my parents wouldn't agree but it is really useful oh really in
1: what in what way
0: Because they wanted, you know, they they want they thought, oh, you can't really get a decent job as an actor and blah blah blah. So, Uh, but but I'm you know I see much later on that actually there's um, there are a lot of advantages to being uh, to spending a lot of time on stage and improvising and like I did improv comedy improv comedy like in terms of theater and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed that kind of creativity as well. It's just a different kind of creativity. And then uh, what I'm discovering is useful with that, with business, is that, um, you know, you're quite used to public speaking. You know, I'm not thrown in front of a crowd. I actually really love it. Although I wouldn't have said that when I started comedy because comedy was way scarier, which is one of the reasons why I, I started it. I was actually, uh, yeah, over lockdown, I was doing some video presenting for a weekly live stream on mental health. And we were supporting young people who, you know, there were loads of young people like all over the world who were trapped in these dorm rooms and, you know, just really struggling. So we wanted to give them some practical tools to, to manage their emotions and their mental health. So we did weekly live streams on that. And anyway, like, um, so that was fun. And while we were doing that, I was telling somebody, I was telling one of the other volunteers, just, just like stories about my life, like weird things that happened to me when I lived in Paris. And, I was telling her these stories and she was like, you should do comedy. And then I was like, oh, funny you say that. Cause I thought about doing comedy at uni, but like, I can't remember any jokes. Like, you know how you have those people at a party who they, they're the life of the party and they tell loads of jokes and, you know, and I would listen to the jokes and laugh, but then, you know, if you asked me any of them the next day, I wouldn't remember. Right. So I just assumed in my head, you know, age 22 or something. Oh, I can't do it. Right. And then I just kind of, I don't know if, you have things like that or people listening i'm sure that you have something like that where you you know you wanted to do something and then you just kind of dismissed it and then buried it and then didn't think about it for years and years or my Mm -hmm. case years and years and years and years anyway so and then i went into theater and then i went into singing and did a bunch of other stuff so um but i've always loved being funny or trying to be funny anyway and i had somebody else the next day say to me oh you you should do comedy and i was like okay this is two people in two days so clearly this means something so at the end of lockdown, I, um, I signed up to a comedy chorus because I had a friend that did a comedy course. like she did it about three years ago. And it was weird because even though I went to see her gigs, I never thought for a second, oh, I want to do that because I just assumed I couldn't. But because I wanted to do something new, something scary, I thought, well, in terms of personal development, stand-up comedy is just about as scary as you can get because you know public speaking for me isn't, isn't an issue, singing isn't an issue, acting isn't an issue, but comedy, yes. So I did the course and then um yeah that's how I got into comedy and then the 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 teacher Logan Murray he was like we had a showcase at the end of the course we invited friends and family I invited no one because I was sure that it was just going to be awful but uh my kids found out and they came anyway which is good because it actually went really well but he was like book some gigs um before the showcase because once you do the showcase you're going to wish you had some gigs booked so I listened to him I I I thought I can always cancel you know <laughs> So I booked some gigs and then, well, yeah. Now I've done about this was in July and now I've done about sixty-five gigs since wow,
1: then. Wow! Well done! Wow well done! You.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of going crazy at it. That's you know,
1: phenomenal. But... I saw. I, I, I think I saw. it. I think I said to you, didn't I? It was end of December or something. I saw a post. I just saw all of these. I was like, <laughs> yes, there's Barbara. She's on yeah, it.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Yeah. Well, because now, like, I, I finally feel like it's taken me a long time, but. I finally feel like I'm in my element doing what I was meant to do. And I mean, I'm not getting paid for it at the moment. Well, I'm starting to. I'm just yeah. starting to get paid gigs. But, you know, it's it's that's not the point. You know, when they say, oh, do what you love and the money will come. And I used to hear that and I just want to scream. <laughs> I, just, I just thought, get really irritating. Um, so I kind of feel like I fell into comedy. And yet it feels like it's where I'm supposed to be.
1: So, 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 the, so, the, do what you love and get paid may be a thing. So, I, I there's a great quote by a guy, one of my favorite authors. He's he's "Don't don't sign up to his newsletters. It's not as good as his book." But um, he said about the, the whole follow your passion and and everything will kind of be. So he said, "Well, my passion is eating pizza and laying in bed with the opposite sex. Is someone going to pay me for that?" Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, exactly yeah yeah i think that i think the caveat to that i think the secret to that i think the reason you know this works for me is because comedy is the thing that i wanted to do but it really scared me so i just assumed i couldn't do it yeah but in my heart of hearts i really wanted to do it and this is your now, icky guy
1: this is your icky guy you heard the icky guy oh yeah the, come on coaches back me up uh, you watch it <laughs> anyway, you carry on sorry they'll come okay, back to the that's icky okay guy. that's okay <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, now I now I feel like, you know, everything is coming together because and also like, you know, to promote yourself as a comedian, like you, you need to, you know, use social media and all that stuff. And I learned how to do that when I had a previous business. So and then I'm using my singing and comedy because in comedy, you can do anything, which is what I love about it. Right. You can just like sit on the stage and pretend to be a toad if you want. You know, I mean, I don't pretend to be a toad, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but you could, couldn't you? Right. Right. Um, but what I do do is I tend to just like burst into song at you know random moments, which of course aren't so random. Um, but it means I can use my singing, I can use my you know I can use my acting stuff, I can just be silly, um, and I can I can laugh and I can be around other people who are creative and who love to laugh. And I found that you know that's the link with mental health is that you know I really struggled a lot um, last year, a lot, a lot. I've spoken about that elsewhere, but um, but because I have borderline personality disorder, which is quite a serious mental health illness, um, which is where your emotional thermostat is busted. So everything you feel is like really extreme. So when I talk about that in my gig, in fact, I wrote a song about it. And then, uh, yeah, a comedy song, which I, you know, I perform. And it's really cool because like now, like people, I'm kind of educating people sideways. You know, like I sing this song and, and they want to sing along and they're clapping and stuff. And it's really funny because I'm singing this song about this very serious, you know, <laughs> mental health thing. Yeah. Because I'm laughing about it it gives them permission to laugh about it. And then what I noticed, and this is the bit that I wanted, you know, people to know is that, is that I just found that, um, well, you know how there was that post recently about someone, um, someone said, Oh, the NHS is thinking about um, prescribing comedy for mental health. And then I read the post and I was like, Oh, okay, well they're going to prescribe, they have picked two comedians and they're going to, I don't know, prescribe them to people. But what I would say to people is just go to comedy gigs. And there are loads and loads and loads of, free you know open mic nights, and it's they're great different. night
1: out such a great night out and it's like a, yeah. you, you just never know what you're gonna get right
0: yeah and it's really effective like I found for you know for me personally like when there was a time when I was really lonely and I was like oh, I had just moved to London and and I was really struggling um it was a lifesaver literally so I would go to gigs like you know yeah a couple times a week I mean now I find myself you know doing them but People are like, oh, you know, you do so many gigs, aren't you tired? And I'm like, no, because it just, it feeds me. So now Mm -hmm. I'm in a completely different place. It's just completely turned things around. And if I had known about, yeah, if I'd known about it sooner, I would have gone, I would have done comedy sooner. But I mean, everything has a reason I like to believe, but I do Mm -hmm. wanted to put that out there that there's loads of free comedy, like, you know, all over the world, there are open mic nights, you know, there's loads in Berlin, there's loads in the States, there's loads in Ireland, there's loads here, there's just all over. So, you know, before people spend, you know, uh, well, before people struggle trying to find, you know, treatment that works, because through the NHS, there's a long waiting lists. I mean, don't get me started about the mental health crisis uh-huh. in the NHS. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Um, but in the meantime, you know, I'm not saying comedy is going to cure anybody, but it certainly helped me loads and loads at a time when I was, yeah, just really, you know, struggling quite a lot
1: that's great that's amazing well done like yeah,
0: watching it as well as doing it right so you don't have to do comedy in order to feel like comedy can benefit your mental health right so
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's awesome I, I, that's um Now, well done that's amazing barbara there's such a oh, that's such an amazing realization in life what a wonderful uh, journey you've been on
0: huge yeah this is the first i mean i'm 59 right so this is no too, yeah <laughs> i know people don't believe me but never too late <laughs> But I, but I mention it because, you know, there might be other people who are thinking, oh, it's too late to start comedy or, oh, it's too late to start theatre or, oh, it's too late to follow this dream or that dream. Well, no, like this is literally the first time in my whole life where I feel like I'm in the right place and, you know, doing the right thing and it's just, you know, taking me a long time. But I never gave up because, like, giving up would be just miserable, you know? Why am I going to do that, right?
1: What's the, um, what's the network like, within that kind of with then the comedy, comedy circle yeah so what 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 sort of conversations are you having what's that network so, like because obviously you, oh, you, yeah. like you said, you've you you've embedded yourself in you know, hospitality and events in in um yeah. entrepreneurship all these different I'm, I'm intrigued by you know what what their mindset yeah. i don't wanna, i don't want to generalize but you know
0: well i mean i could generalize enough to say that like oh yeah but the, i'd never thought about this parallel before this is really cool actually um there's quite a lot in common with the entrepreneur community because you've got, uh, this is what I find, especially with, especially with comedians at where I'm at now, because now I'm on the open mic circuit where, you know, the other comedians that I, that I do gigs with, like, well, now it's kind of changing because I've kind of, I'm sort of, you know, making my way up the ladder or whatever, slowly, but surely, but, but on the open mic circuit, like most people have, you know, they have a, they have a day job or something. And, and so they really are doing comedy, you know, because they, they they love it and and they're quite um, they're creative, very open minded, you know, really up for stuff. And it's so easy to make friends. Like, for, and I thought literally, I thought like there was something wrong with me <laughs> because I thought, you know, why am I struggling to make friends? Like, this was something that I, you know, struggled with for um, for years, really. Um, and yet, in comedy, it's kind of like people take you as you are because you've got a whole. If you think about it, you've got a whole bunch of people who are telling crowds of strangers about things that they feel vulnerable about, you know, like things that, like the, the, one of my friends, for example, he's, um, I don't know, he, he'll, he'll go on stage and he, and he doesn't, um, he'll say, I know, I know. His way of saying that he's, um, I don't know how to put this, like, we point out our faults, let's put it that way. Not our faults, but things that people would notice about us, right? So for example, one of my friends who's overweight, he would be like, "Yep, the eye candy's here," you know, and just kind of like everybody's laughing at themselves and giving you permission to laugh too. So that to me, you know, creates a pretty open-minded community and at least at the moment, like I mean, I'm sure it's very different in in TV and at the higher echelons of comedy or whatever. I don't know, I'm not there yet, but where I am, it's really friendly. It's it's very supportive. Uh comedians tell each other where good places are to gig. You know, they'll be like, oh yeah, I'd try this gig or oh, you should try this. You know, have you tried this open mic that's nice because we're not like competing directly with each other because we're all so different. And even in comedy competitions, like I'm involved in a couple of those at the moment. And and the competitions are really fun. Like even though it's a competition, it's not like it's not like, you know, cutthroat, nobody's gonna cheer for anybody else. I mean, like I say, maybe that maybe that's different at the upper levels or something. I don't know. Maybe not, but but at least for me, yeah, it's a really, um, really positive experience. And I have to say, like, I mean, I've been in the theater world. It was not quite like that. And I've been in the music world. It was not quite like that either. I mean, in the music world, you know, I had a record producer and all that stuff and we did professional photos and she went around to, you know, get my record produced blah, blah, blah. But I was age 28 and some people were telling me, oh, you're too old. You're too fat. And I mean, I'm not i mean my chest brutal. Speaking, but you know brutal. Too yeah. at brutal at age you know size 14 16. anyway it doesn't matter what how much you weigh it matters if you can sing right but yeah anyway yeah so those communities are quite quite different and in fact that's why i didn't continue in the music industry because i found it really i love singing but i don't like the i don't like the oh i don't like the look at me look at me kind of
1: yeah yeah
0: aspect of it so yeah they're creative like entrepreneurs which
1: is very cool that's kind of cool i like it that it is right that's and nice. i've never I seen like... the
0: parallel before
1: so thank you well there we <laughs> go we've opened up we've opened up another conversation i <laughs> oh, think it's just sure, intriguing yeah. i just, i see a lot of um there's a, a guy i follow i learned a lot from as an entrepreneur there's A guy called sean puri he's got a wonderful podcast called my first million i went on a course with him recently it's brilliant and he's actually just taken up comedy um oh, wow. as, as a self that just as a because he wants to improve his presence he wants to improve his storytelling ability um he wants to improve his confidence in meetings he just wants to he just sees that's comedy the way to do it but that's the thing isn't it he said he's just like he <laughs> sees comedy as a great route to that end destination and, and it seems like separate from, from from what your, your stories you're telling us is what a wonderful route to learn about yourself.
0: Oh yeah, and the thing about comedy is that he's very smart because he's going right for the most difficult thing because, I mean, I know that, you know, public speaking for most people is absolutely horrible. They'd rather die, right? But, <laughs> but comedy is somehow even worse. Like it's even scarier because, you know, you're not, you're not given a script. Like with acting, I had a script. With singing, I had a song. And I knew, I knew what the result would be. And even if the result wasn't quite what I wanted, I couldn't say, oh, it's all my fault. You know, it wasn't on me, right? It was just, oh, that's the script or, oh, that's the song. It's not their style of music or whatever. But with comedy, it's literally like you and the audience and you don't have the fourth wall thing like like we do in theater. You know, there's no barrier between you and the audience. On the contrary, you're not looking just above people's heads and pretending they're naked and all that stuff so you don't feel nervous. You are engaging with them and reacting to how they react and, you know it's very in fact, I had a gig uh last night where I felt like I felt like the 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 set that I did it was it was it went the best it's ever gone. It was so cool, and it was i felt uh, it was gonna sound really cheesy, but I'm gonna say it anyway um it really did feel like 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 um, yeah, like I was getting like you know love vibes from you know the audience nice. they know me, but you know I'm opening myself up, I'm sharing things about myself, and they're laughing and so it kind of felt like, it felt like we were doing it together. Cause like, you know, I was saying stuff and they were laughing and then because they were laughing like that was feeding into what I was doing. So then I was even more like kind of, I mean, I'm already pretty high energy as a comedian but I was like even more high energy and then they were laughing even more because I was even more crazy. And so it kind of, just, you know, cause my, my brand if you like is like, yeah, that shit crazy stand up. <laughs> <So>. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Musical batshit crazy stand-up,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. But you said it earlier, you said that, um, you know, you you get energy from others. That's, that's Oh, yeah, basically, yeah. Basically, you know, the, yeah, well, in I think a good way, true. like not,
0: not it's, energy it's, vampire, yeah.
1: really. No, absolutely, yeah. You are not the drain, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's just... No, it's like a spiral. Too, exactly, that's the so point, that. right? It's, but that's where I can imagine that environment. It's usually... You know, there's probably more than two types of people in this situation There may be something in the middle, but you know, just for black and white's sake, <clears throat> there are people that take energy like in terms of, sorry, there are people that get energy from people and that some people will be in a situation like that and they will just lose energy because it, it costs them a lot in energy yeah. to put, put that out. And I understand that. Yeah. That's, yeah.
0: Would, yeah
1: so if you're in a room like that where everyone wants the energy then it's just cycling around the room i can imagine it's euphoric
0: well yeah and also like i mean to be honest you know um like it it doesn't mean that what am i trying to say it's easier for me to do that than it is to go to a party like if i go to a party i would find it more draining because really oh yeah because because i have to just kind of yeah, I just have to like be myself and meet people and focus on people and and listen to them carefully. And, and yeah, after a while, I just, I I mean, even after gigs as well, I'm just like, oh, I need to be by myself now. So like, you know, on stage, I'm like, and then as soon as I, you know, stop, and then I go and sit down, like, I'm kind of quiet, you know, (laughs) but Mm. it kind of depends who I'm, who I'm, who I'm with. I understand that. No,
1: I understand that. Uh, you won't you won't see me for at least two days after this. I mean, this is a bit.
0: I'll bet. Well, this is a bit extreme. Yeah, but, <laughs> right? but even yeah. then,
1: like C- Christine would tell you, like if I if I do have a talk to do, you know, I do quite a lot of like, but I don't. I, don't, I try to avoid it if I can help it. But <laughs> I do some public speaking and stuff, and, and we do a lot of stuff in schools, and it really like messes me up. I need to. I crash hard afterwards.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I crash really me, hard. Like that, that would that would energize me. The messing up bit would be like. The socializing bit afterwards i would do it and i'd be happy doing it and i would enjoy it but then i would come away like okay i need to you know because i have the extrovert and the introvert it kind of flips yeah back and forth. but also like a lot of people that do comedy have some kind of either mental or physical thing so you know it's very much the community of none of us are perfect and we know it and you know we laugh about it right like some of my friends have have cerebral palsy some of them have you know i don't know tourette's some of them have adhd Some of them just have like boyfriend issues or something. So it's really cool because like we learn about all these different things and everyone's perspective on the same situation is really, really different. You could give one situation to 10 comedians and get 10 different, you know, approaches to it, which is really cool.
1: Well, wonderful, wonderful thing you do. I think we have to get so I know you're already speaking to Charlie about this. Um, And you're over in Cambridge on the 20th. On Thursday,
0: yes, on the 20th. Come and see me. Yep, at the tram
1: depot. At the tram depot. So we will come and see you. So I'm in Cambridge on Thursday. So I'll see you when you pop over to the souk in the afternoon, if you can.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got it in my diary 5 p.m. at the souk. Yep,
1: I'm coming. Awesome. Because I -hmm. I think we can explore this subject further. And I think it makes for, we've seen already, you know, the pandemic's taught me one thing as as an event organizer and, and as, as someone who has this community, we need more creativity in the way that we bring people together and create opportunities for people to expand the network. And I think there's definitely some fun to be had uh, with oh, yeah. the comedy and entrepreneurship and how we can actually play on that a bit further.
0: Yep, I'm going to be up for that. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: as, as you, you know, know, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> always, always. Well, look, Barbara, I'm going to ask you. Um, I'm going to ask you that question, which is what, what exactly, what is it in 2022 that you are most excited for? Uh,
0: yeah, to be honest, I am most excited for well doing more comedy, but also I'm most excited for finding because I've been thinking about it, finding out how or creating how we can bring more comedy slash you know entertainment to the business world. Because that's just like nobody's really doing that. Some people, to some level, in individual companies, but no one's really doing that. So I love the idea of um, having business conferences that you know that are that have the have the comedy side or that have the music side and all of that. So just that whole interface, I think, is going to be really fun.
1: I am very glad you said that. This, that. that. <laughs> i think business entertainment's a new category that that is yeah. barely represented yeah. like we need to be entertained joe while we're learning this business stuff
0: yep 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 <laughs> and Especially... some, it's so easy to do if you know how
1: exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly if you tie that together yeah i think we can have some fun you got some yep. love in here um yeah Yay. it was it was icky guy I told you i yeah i i said icky guy did I mention yeah, I and I heard over? like, and I
0: heard like, icky, like, like gross. We would say in the states, like, icky. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> um, and just some love in here. Look, brilliant to hear what you're doing, Barbara. Oh, thank you. To see Hello. you again.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm getting a load of abuse. Apparently, I'm I'm selling me eating pizza in bed on OnlyFans. Apparently, <laughs> this, is, this is my uh, last guest. our This is our our well-respected mayor. Um, telling me about this <laughs> <clears throat> and some absolute glorious love from Evelyn as well look oh thank you
0: here's Evelyn. a wonderful
1: story and, and I think anyone who says they can't follow suit because here is a 49 yeah. year old
0: 59 <laughs> year old
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know I know um, <laughs> here is a 59 year old inspirational woman that that's decided now is her time, and I think that's just a wonderful way to to live your life.
0: Oh, thank you so much, and thank you for having me. And yeah, people have you know questions and stuff, just field them on somewhere and
1: stick them in the comments and um, stick and them in them the up.
0: comments. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, thanks for awesome. having me,
1: and we'll see you on Thursday. If you're yes, around in Cambridge, Thursday. come for a drink. I'll be there.
0: Yep, come for a drink to the tram depot. Come have a.